starting a new message series today uh, called uh, Radical Parenting in, a, uh, in an X World. And uh, it's uh, you know, recognizing that our world has changed pretty, uh, pretty significantly uh, over the years. And so I thought I'd take you on a little journey of some 60-some um, uh, years through uh, TV families and see, can I give you a quiz, see how well you know some of these TV families, but as we're kind of taking this journey on these TV families, um, think about what that represents. The movement you see here, think about what that represents in terms of the shift of our culture and what it means to be family uh, today. You ready to go? I'm going to take you way back, some of you before you probably, uh, to this family right here. Anybody remember who that is or what show that was from? Good, excellent. Father knows best. Yeah, Robert Young was the guy there, the dad, and you know, okay, got that. This one you got to know from the reruns. Leave it to Beaver. So the Cleaver family, right? Okay, so those were both back in the in the 1950s, right? Then you go to the 1960s, you get uh, this family, Dick Van Dyke Show. I heard it out there. Yep, the Dick Van Dyke Show, and we finally get the color. <laughs> Yeah, the Brady Bunch, you remember the Brady Bunch was a big shift because it was the blending of families, remember? You had that experience publicly where you had this blending of, of, uh, of families, right? So those are uh, from the 60s. Then you go to the 70s and you get uh, this family. Excellent, the Waltons, right. They actually came out, started the series, started from a Hallmark movie that, that first came out and it was so popular they turned it into uh, to a TV show. Uh, you get up to the 80s. Cosby Family, right? I hear a lot more voices now. Cosby Family. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, Cosby Family. Okay, there's the 80s. Now you get up to the 90s. Did we just make a little shift? Making a little shift here, right? With the Simpsons and uh, all that animated stuff. And they're still around today, influencing culture. Uh, that's in the 90s. Now you get to the 2000s. Right? When this show came on MTV in, uh, what, 2002, uh, when it first appeared in 2002, it was the most viewed series ever on MTV. Do we sense a shift in culture? Things are moving differently? Okay, next one. Up there, like the 2010s now here, right? 2008, I think that was. Two and a half men, a whole different shift in culture, and that's when... Charlie Sheen was uh, still there, right? Uh, still with us. And then uh, you get to uh, you get to current culture. Yeah, the Kardashians, right? Glad, glad nobody in the room except a few know who that is, right? That's probably a good sign, right? You get the Kardashians. Well, what's the point of the journey? Do you get a sense that as we as we look at family? the movement that's taken place in our culture. And, and, and the way we can, if we stay with the TV theme, the, the way we can kind of describe that is that in a lot of ways we've gone from kind of a, a G culture to an X culture, haven't we? We've really seen a shift. We've gone from kind of this, this G culture of the Cleaver family to, you know, the Kardashian family, which is in a whole different world. But the reality is for us, that even though our culture has gone through that kind of shift, the reality is for us 
that we still are called to be parents. Those of you that are blessed with children, you're still called to be parents. Whether you're a parent in a G culture or an X culture, you're still a parent. The challenge for us, what we're going to look at in the series, is how do we do this parenting thing in a culture that has changed so dramatically? How, how do we do this parenting thing in a culture that is now an X-rated culture? It's even harder. It's even more challenging. Parenting's not easy to begin with, right? But you add on top of that the reality of the change in culture, and it gets even more significant and challenging for parents today. So what I want to do in this series is just look at some basic principles I think are just good foundational biblical principles about what it means to be uh, a a Christ follower uh, parent uh, in an X-rated culture and, and encourage you to just think about this, parents, if you're parents, especially of young children today, um, about these principles that you just need to think about in your family. Okay, ready to go? Uh, first one uh, I would encourage you to think about is just we need to become radical parents. We need to become radical parents. It, it's In the next culture, it's even more important for us, who are Christ followers, to get radical about what it means to be a Christian family, about what it means to be not just any family, but a family that follows Jesus Christ and the principles of the Scripture. And so it's just a call to say, hey, we need to get radical. I mean, after all, if we go back to Jesus Christ himself, when he emerged into the world, when he left his uh, home and went out to do what God was calling to do in his culture, he was incredibly radical. He was a revolutionary for his culture. How cool would it be if we could rethink what it means to be a Christian parent today and understand the call on our lives as parents to be radical in our parenting? What does it mean to be radical? In this case, it means to be radical enough to say, we're not here to be a, cult, to be a family that fits into culture. We're here to be a family that stands out from culture. I mean, if the culture is defined by some of those last TV shows that we looked at, if that's normal out there, the Simpsons and the Kardashians are normal out there, do do you really think God wants our families to imitate that? Of course not. We're called to be something different. If we go into 1 Peter, we can see it pretty plainly. It says, you call in a father who judges these persons' works without favoring one over the other. Now look at this line. So live your lives as... Strangers here. Strangers. Strangers don't fit in. They're strange. Right? That's why they're strangers, because they're strange. I mean, the the call is to say, wait a minute, you're not here to fit in. You're not here to look like everybody else. Your family isn't here to fit into the X culture. Your family is here to stand up and stand out and be strange. To be a stranger to that kind of culture. It's for us as parents to just understand we need to be a radical kind of family that's sold out on following Christ more than anything else. And that's how the verse ends. The verse ends, have the highest respect for God. What's it mean? What drives us is not fitting into the culture, especially the X-rated culture. What drives us is living God-honoring lives, having a God-honoring family. I mean, there's a call on our lives that we just simply are radical 
families. We are not here to conform. We are here to transform. We're not here to let our family just kind of fit in and conform into the world. We're here to be families that transform, that impact the world and call other people to a different way of living. If you look at 1 Peter, again, it says, the blood of Christ set you free from an empty way of life. A kind of rhetorical question here. You don't have to raise your hands, but I mean, how many of us that are parents in the room would, would set a goal and say, you know, what we want to do is we want to raise our kids so they have an empty life. I mean, nobody would want to do that, right? I mean, here's my goal. We're going to be parents that just make them fit in so they can have this empty life. Absolutely not, right? I mean, we want to be radical. We want to be radical. We don't want our kids just to fit in. We want our kids to stand up and stand out. We want them to stand for the cause of Christ and be sold out Christ followers. It's, it's letting our kids understand, hey, we're a radical family. And if you're part of a radical family, it means you're radical. We're, we're a strange family. We don't conform to the world. We don't fit into the world. And, and if, if you're in this family, neither do you. Now, the call in our lives and our families is to be those radical families that just stand up and stand out. We don't fit into the culture. We don't live empty lives. We live powerful lives that impact and transform this X-generation culture, this X-rated uh, world. It means simply being a radical family for the cause of Christ. Next one is to think about being a radical family, being a radical parent that understands that parenting is the process of preparing your children to leave. It's about preparing your children to leave. We go to Genesis 2, it says that's why a man will leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, right? That there's this inherent, this inherent process in creation that says kids are supposed to grow up and they're supposed to leave. The goal of families, the goal of parenting, isn't so that we can grow up kids that are constantly and always forever attached to our hips, right? No, we raise them up so that they can go, so, so that they can go out there and make an impact in the world in whatever way Christ has put a call on their life. It means we've we got to think radically as parents and understand what our role is here. Our role is to train them up so they go. Proverbs 22 uh, great verse, uh, which just simply says, train a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he'll not turn away from it. I always thought, by the way, this would be a great verse for like a potty training seminar, right? I mean, one of the most traumatic times in my marital life, right there, was training those kids to do that, right? How to go. Bad, hard stuff. Should be simple. Anyway, um, but, you know, notice what I highlighted for you there, Right? Uh, train up a child in the way he should go, <laughs> right? Go, 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 right? They're supposed to go. That's the idea behind it, right? We, we have radical parenting understanding that says, hey, we're not here to cling to our kids, nor are our kids here to cling to us. No, we're here to train up these powerful, impactful people for the cause of Christ, we're here to train them up so that when the time is right, they will simply go out there into the world and they will make their own impact in the world. That they will go out there and make their own difference in the world. Our job as parents is not to create family in the sense of this, this ongoing, eternal, connected family 
No, our goal is to raise them up so that we lay the groundwork and the foundation for them to go out and be an impact person in the world. Does that mean they ignore us? They never talk to us again? Well, of course not. We're family, of course. But the point is that we train them up with a priority, with this radical understanding that our job is to get them out there in the world uh, making a difference. Another one for you, radical parenting. Radical parenting means if, if they're supposed to go, then, then our job as parents is to be radical enough to say, we are just going to surrender our children to God's purpose for them. That, that from the get-go, we understand the radical concept that our job as parents is to train them up so they can go out there and make an impact in the world, but to also surrender them from the beginning to whatever God wants to do in their life. I mean, that's what this whole experience over here is all about, right? When we, when we pour water on them and, and we baptize our kids and we say, okay, Lord, they're no longer ours, they're now yours, right? We even give the kids back usually to parents and say, hey, it's no longer your kid to do with as you see fit. It's now your privilege to raise this, an incredible child of God, right? We, we give them back and say, now, this is God's child. Well, if this is God's child, we're surrendering them and saying, okay, we're going to raise them to go and do whatever it is God wants them to do. If you look at Mark 8, Jesus makes a call on all of our lives. It says, Jesus called the crowd to him along with his disciples, and he said, if anyone wants to come after me, he must say no to himself. He must pick up his cross and follow me. If he wants to save his life, he'll lose it. But if he loses his life for me and for the good news, he will save it. We want our kids to save their life, right? And if you look at the phrase there in the second line where it says, Jesus uh, is, he said, it says, if anyone. Who's anyone? Well, anyone's anyone. Which would include our kids, right? Our kids. I mean, th this is part of it. This is part of this radical parenting understanding that says, from the get-go, we want our kids to discover the incredible cazone, the incredible purpose God has for their life. I mean, like, remember, 150 of us went through this experience of discovering our cazone, right? Well, the reality is God has a plan and a purpose for every one of the children uh, in this congregation. He, he's got a dream for each child in this congregation. The goal for us, the radical goal for us as parents, is to surrender our kids to what God wants in their life. This means we surrender them to what God wants, not what we want. That can be a hard one, right? Because we develop our own dreams. We develop our own expectations. We develop our own ideas of what they should do, could do, right? Ought to do. It's radical for us if we're able to just lose that and say, Lord, we are just going to surrender our kids to you, whatever you want to accomplish uh, in their life. Now, probably the greatest story of that is back in 1 Samuel with a woman named uh, Hannah. And uh, do you know the story of Hannah? Some of you. Um, the story of Hannah, you know, she was uh, a woman and uh, married and uh, she just was not uh, able to conceive. And back in that culture, that was like job one for women, right? I mean, job one was they were supposed to be able to just uh, produce children, especially boys, right? Hannah was just not able to conceive. And so she just kept praying and praying and praying that the Lord would bless her and give her that privilege. And uh, finally, uh, she makes a covenant with God in one of her prayers and just says, Listen, Lord, if, if you bless me with a child, I will just surrender that child totally uh, to you. 
And of course, she gets pregnant, and uh, she has a son, uh, and she remembers the covenant that she made with God. And so she surrenders that child. It says in verse 22, but Hannah didn't go. She said to her husband, when the boy doesn't need me to nurse him anymore, I'll take him to the Lord's house. I'll give him to the Lord there. He'll stay there for the rest of his life. Now that's literally surrendering your child to the purposes of God. Right? And her son grows up to be an incredible prophet for the Lord. Isn't that radical parenting? I mean, this radical concept that, that we understand that, that God has his hand on our kids' lives and, and he's going to put gifts into them and he's going to put talents into them and he's going to put experiences into their life and, and he's got a purpose that is so incredibly good for the life, better than anything we could ever imagine, that we as radical parents don't, don't have to build our own dreams for what our kids ought to be. We can just surrender to them to the dreams God already has for them. And our goal then, our radical goal as parents, is just to equip them and help them discern as best we can what is it God wants to do uh, in your life. I've shared with you before in my own parenting experience, you know, I've had three-year-old off the assembly line there, and, and uh, I'd go, uh, uh, go uh, easy for me to say, not for my wife, but um, I'd go in their bedrooms every night, you've probably heard this, but I'd go in their bedrooms every night even if they were asleep. I'd go into their bedrooms and... And uh, I just pray over them every night. I encourage your parents to do this. I just go in and pray over them every night. And uh, uh, especially if they're awake, it was cool because I'd talk to them and I'd say, Listen, God has such a great purpose for your life. God has such a great plan for your life. God has such a great dream for your life. And I just, I just told them that over and over again as they were growing up. Every night, just kept telling them that because I believe that. But you know what that also called me to do? If I'm telling them that, I have to believe that myself, and I have to surrender them to that dream. Can't be my dream. I got to surrender them to that dream. That's radical parenting. That's radical parenting. It's radical to think that God knows better than I do about what my child can become and do and experience uh, in their life. It's a radical idea that we can just go ahead and surrender our kids completely uh, to whatever God wants in their life. Our job then, if God's got a purpose for them, God's got a dream for them, God's got you know things and plans for them, uh, then w what's our job? Well, it's to help them dis discern what that is, obviously, but it, it's also our job to plant within them the stability and the strength to be able to go ahead and fulfill that purpose in their life. Just, just plant in them stability and strength, right? Uh, in uh, 1 Kings... We get the experience of Solomon, who's uh, built the temple in Jerusalem. And it's really interesting. As they, as they built the temple, he was very specific uh, to charge this guy, Haram, to put in two pillars at the entrance to the temple, one of the porches that was the entrance uh, to the temple. And they were just like these gorgeous, gorgeous pillars, right? In First Kings, it says, Haram set the pillars up at the temple porch. The pillar on the south was named Jachin. The one on the north was named Boaz. And you think, well, what does that have to do with parenting? Well, here's the deal. Uh, Jachin and Boaz, those are significant, uh, those are significant terms. Uh, Jachin, Jachin uh, means he will establish, and Boaz means strength. I mean, the idea behind it was that when you went to the temple, 
you would go to the temple and you, un- you would understand from the get-go as you walked into the place that God is the source of stability and strength in life. He's the source of stability and strength in life. Well, isn't that what we want for our kids? Because, remember, we started a going from a G-rated world to, to an X-rated world, right? And that was only like a, what, 60, 70-year span? Parents, imagine today. Imagine today what your children are going to experience in another 70 years in the shift and movement of culture. What are they going to need to be able to deal with the way culture keeps going? Stability and strength. Confidence in God, don't you think? And this becomes our goal. This becomes just our radical goal as parents, is to establish in our kids this incredible stability and strength in their life so that they know that the hand of God is upon them, and no matter what they face, no matter how culture moves, no matter how culture continues to shift, they can take a stand. They can weather it. They can stand up to it. And they can keep being those strangers in the world that say, no, my life doesn't go that way. My life is grounded in stability and strength in the power of God in my life. What I want to suggest is that if we just make it our radical focus to just embed that strength and that stability through faith in the power of the Spirit in their lives, Paul says in Ephesians 2, and because you belong to him, You two are being built together. You're being made into a house where God lives through His Spirit. If we can just get those pillars built into our kids, they'll be able to weather the change. They'll they'll be able to just stand and and be those strangers. Because the truth is, all parents know that their kids are going to make mistakes. Correct? We all know that. We all know our kids are going to make mistakes. We just pray they're going to make small ones. But when they make the mistake... They need to have that stability and that strength of understanding the compassion and the grace of God to be able to come back, get life right, and be able to move forward again. What I want to suggest is uh, perhaps for us as radical parents, we just need to think about Ephesians 3 and, and make this kind of our prayer for our kids. Ephesians 3 says, uh, I pray that, man, I pray that you, my kids, that you will use his glorious riches to make you strong. That his Holy Spirit will give you his power deep down inside of you. That then Christ will live in your hearts because you believe in him. And I pray that your love will have deep roots. I pray that you'll have a strong foundation. May you have power with all God's people to understand Christ's love for you. May you know how wide and how long and how deep and how high it is. And may you know his love even though it can't be known completely. Then you'll be filled with everything that God has for you. Isn't that what we want? That our kids would have everything that God has for them. What's it mean for us? It means for us we just got to come to grips with becoming radical parents in today's culture. Just being radical parents and being able to pass that that sense of being radical into our children so that they can stand, they can weather, and they can understand how incredible God's love for them is. Let's pray this morning. Father, we come to you today and we ask uh, that you would just uh, help us to discern this morning the call in our lives uh, to just be uh, radical as people who stand up for you and 
for those who are parents in the room today, that you would just uh, equally just uh, give them that discernment that they could be the kind of parents you want them to be, that they could just be radical in uh, giving their children over to you and just giving their children's future over to your purposes for them and that they could just be radical in understanding that what's important is their their kids' lives are full and overflowing with your presence and uh, that means just being strangers. Strangers to that X kind of world that's developing. Father, we ask this morning that you would just give guidance to every parent uh, that they could just be the kind of parent you want them to be and that blessing would flow through them to their children that as their children grow they would leave and they would become powerful people in impacting the world for the cause of Jesus Christ we humbly ask this in Jesus name Amen